Probiotics can be an important part of your daily routine, and they certainly are a part of mine, but sometimes they are a hassle to take. Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply, valid through July 31st. This podcast is brought to you by the film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn. Oh, he's hot. With an incredible ensemble that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, and Whoopi Goldberg. Ezra is a funny and endearing story about Max, a divorced father struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When faced with difficult decisions about the future, they embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Deadline calls Ezra a touching testament to the power of love. In theaters, May 31st. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi. Hi, Catherine. How are you? Hi, Chelsea. We're in a different studio today. We are. It's all a little bit different. We have a tiny dog friend visiting us today. I feel like, but it's all in the same color scheme as our studio. Was that intentional? (laughs) You know what? Katie really prepared for us. Uh, She (laughs) She made sure she got a new sofa. Yes. But this is a good backdrop for us. Maybe we should move our studio over to here. I'd love that. (laughs) (laughs) We're recording right now from Jim Henson Studios, which is very exciting. There's lots of Kermit the Frogs everywhere. I also didn't connect the dots when you kept mentioning Kermit via text, <laughs> the relationship to Henson Studios. Yes. It never once occurred to me that it would be Jim Henson Studios. I know. I thought it was being all cute, too, because I was like, Chelsea, just meet me by Kermit. Yeah, I know. I'm like, what? What the fuck is Kermit? I'm like, is that a street? How are you, Catherine? I'm doing great. I just got back from Mexico. I went on a little girls trip to Playa Mujeres, and it was delightful. Oh, oh, oh. You know what? <laughs> 
Mr. Coy and I went on a little jaunt to Mexico. You did? Yeah, we did. We just got back from Mexico. We went for a few days and we went to Cabo because we didn't have, we hadn't had any time in the sun. And after he devoted so much time in the snow to me, I have to just give in to his every whim, (laughs) which means I have to go to Cabo like, you know, (laughs) every two, every two and a half months. Which is no problem. Yes. Yeah. Is that one of his favorite places to be? It is now. <laughs> it is now. After this trip, he's like, oh, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. We did a couple's massage. He loves that shit. You That's know? really. He, he isn't a fan of a massage. He likes a fan of anything we can do together. Oh, you that's know, very it's sweet. one activity after another together. <laughs> juntos, as they say in yeah, Spanish. Juntos. Do you get to a point where you want to be separados? Well, I don't. I don't want to be separated. But when we are separated, I don't hate it. I'm right. not upset that we're separated. We're separated a lot when we're on the road. So mm-hmm. when we come back together, that's a nice. You know, it keeps the honeymoon phase going for a yes. while. But yeah, he definitely, but Joe's a person that also likes to be, he wants to be around his son or he wants to be around mm-hmm. friends. Like he's not going to sit in his hotel room alone for three hours. Right. I, I am. <laughs> yeah. He's eight like- hours. Give me eight hours and I'll still need more time <laughs> alone. Like I'm down. And you love him even more when you come back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I definitely have, I have an active alone relationship. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. Well, there is something nice about that. I know my husband, Brad, went on tour a few years ago, and he was gone for like four months. And I thought I would just be kind of devastated because we're a little, let's say, interdependent, maybe not codependent. Yeah. It's very <laughs> That's healthy. That's a healthy way to put it. Yes. But I was like, wait, it's really nice to have the house to myself. It's really nice to just do whatever I want all day. Like, it was great. And then I was happy when he came home, too. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It's it's very interesting to see people who enjoy alone time versus people. Because I used mm-hmm. to never be alone. Mm-hmm. And then I got a taste of it during the pandemic. And I was like, oh, I like me. <laughs> I like alone right? me. Yeah. I was into it. I was like, yeah. this is a good time. I'm having a good time <laughs> with myself. Like, yes. we were both on the same page. Yeah. You can do your secret single behavior. Just, like, maybe be a little messier than you would normally yeah. be. Like, a little lazier than you'd normally be. And That is the one good thing about about Joe is that he's so fucking messy that no mess I could make is worse than his. You know, we're both kind of a hot mess. Oh, no. But I always felt before I had a serious boyfriend, I just always felt like, oh, it would be nice to have a boyfriend that wanted to spend all of his time with me. Yeah. So I remember that. Anytime yeah. I think, wow, this is a lot, I yeah. go, just remember, you thought that would be nice. Because it's better than the opposite. You yeah. know, a person who wants to avoid you and is like constantly making plans. Oh my God. It's way better than the opposite. Yeah. Like yeah. anytime I'm available for anything, Joe's right there. He's mm-hmm. like, let's go. And he's like game to party. Yeah. To have a good time. Yeah, he follows my lead. Yeah, so and that's, that's that's a good setup nice. for me. Do you find when he's not there that you're sort of missing the rapport that he brings to the table? Like if you're out with friends or are you feeling like it's great? Yeah, no, he definitely adds a nice little slice when yeah. he shows up at things. Like with my yeah. girlfriends, we went to a party the other night and it was so funny because I said, oh, you know, my friend was saying, oh, I said, don't tell all of our drug stories to Joe. <laughs> Do me a favor. When you meet him, he was coming to meet us at a party and it, and they go, drug stories? I go, he's coming tonight. There were four <laughs> girls, of my friends of mine. We all worked on Chelsea, the show on Netflix yeah. together. So we traveled all around the world together. So yeah. there was a lot of shit that went down. Mm-hmm. And 
my friend goes, drug stories, this is a mushroom party that we're going to. It said <laughs> mushrooms on the invitation. And it was my invitation, but I looped my yeah. girlfriends in because we were supposed to go out. I go, why don't we all just go to this party together? And I go, really? Did it say mushrooms? I was like, I didn't even see that. And they're like, that's classic Chelsea. Like, you don't even know that you're bringing us to a drug party and that you just invited your boyfriend who you don't want to talk to drugs about, about, you know, to a mushroom party. So oh he gets gosh. there. My girlfriend proceeded to tell one drug story uh, after another about me. She's like, and then we were in Colombia and Chelsea, I was like, all right, shut. And we're all looking around. I go, are you, what is wrong with you? I just told you to do the opposite of what you're doing. Oh no. And it was so funny. And I looked at Joe and I go, just so you know, honey, like I told them not to tell you all these things. He's like, why, why? You think I'm so judgy. I go, I, you are judgy. Like, I know you don't think you're judgy, but you're judgy about Mm -hmm. drugs. Mm -hmm. He doesn't like when people like, like, uh, you know, at his birthday party, we had people there and like people were really partying and he, he was like, it's too much. I don't, I'm like, people yeah. are in Vegas for yeah. three days. Yeah. They're allowed yeah. to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. And if somebody got a little sloppy or got a little messy, it then happens. that's their release. You yeah. know what I mean? Stop judging that. And it's happening in Vegas. So it stays exactly. in Vegas. I, hope, I know. So <laughs> he's not, I, I don't want to paint a picture that he's super judgy and that, you know, Anyway, after that night, I was yeah. like, all right, sweetie. So I guess it's all out, you know. Yeah. It's all you know open. everything. And he's like, I just worry about you when you're not safe. And I'm like, I know, honey, but I'm here. I'm alive. Everything yeah. worked out. Don't worry about me. Like, I know how to do drugs <laughs> and I know how to survive. So when you say, people, quote unquote, were doing drugs. There was maybe one person that he was concerned about more than others. No, actually, (laughs) no, it was a friend of mine who was a bit of a hot mess. She's probably Uh. listening to this podcast right now. So Uh, no, it actually wasn't me. And so I got in trouble for my friend's behavior. And then eventually, you know, we had to sort that out. I was like, you can't be mad at me for something that someone else did. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anyway, (laughs) you know, the trials and tribulations of a new coupling. Right, exactly. You know, I read something recently and they said all they had asked the universe for was a super hot guy who partied at the same speed as they did. And I was like, (laughs) that is perfect. That's That's what we're all looking for. A super hot guy parties. That's good. I should have put that in my list. Yeah, like, and at the same speed, it's like, not too much, not too little, just right. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you guys have that going on yeah, for the most do. part. We do. Yeah, that's great. I'm also cracking up, Chelsea, because you have not looked at the script yet today, and you have covered several things oh. that we're going to talk about today with oh, good. our Perfect. callers. How prescient of me. Yes, it's pretty amazing and exciting. Oh, wait, I have stand Tour updates dates. that I want to promote, you guys. Today's May 12th, so tonight I'm in New Orleans. Tomorrow I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, and then I'm in San Antonio, Texas on Saturday night. Then I'm coming to Montclair and Huntington, and I'm shooting my stand-up special, my next stand-up special in Nashville at the Rhyme Inn. So please, there's an early show and there's a late show. Please get your tickets. And this is our first episode back for season three. It is. Can you believe it? How fun is that? It's really exciting. Since it's season three, we decided to bring on a very special guest who is currently judging her fifth season on American Idol. Mm -hmm. She has a Vegas residency called Play at the Resorts World Theater. And she also has a new song out with Alesso called When I'm Gone and has the title track on Thomas Rhett's new record, Where We Started. 
She recently bought out her joint venture with her shoe line, Katy Perry Collections, and now totally owns the line, which just debuted their spring collection at the end of March. And she is a co-founder of a new line of non-alcoholic aperitifs, 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 right? I actually don't know the answer I actually that. don't know either. Aperitifs? Call this way. Please welcome Katy Perry. Yay. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street. Directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand-sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running, and collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hi, guys. Hi, Buddha. Aw, Katie brought her dogs. Oh, Buddha, Buddha, Buddha. <laughs> Hello. Are you a little Buddha? Hello? Hello? I can't hear myself. I love to hear myself talk. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I talked to you, you were about to, you. We were talking about ayahuasca. Oh yeah, no, no, I never unwrapped my core, but you oh, sure did. You didn't? No, but I know. Oh, I, I thought know. you guys were doing that. Orlando did. Oh, he went deep. Yeah, he gets deep. He's a deep person. He, well, he's a seeker. Yeah. So okay, what are you? I'm a seeker as well, but. I'm just also I you know I've got like that artist brain that is just a little bit more temperamental sometimes. So you think you have sometimes bad reactions to things or sensitive? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't smoke. I can't smoke weed. Oh, oh, well, I'm one yeah. of those like okay. Catch me in a corner. <laughs> yeah, Panicked. I get that. Weed isn't for everybody, and that's something I had to learn the hard way by giving it out to people who couldn't handle it. And then I saw getting, that. Yeah, I've done that a lot. <laughs> I'm like an enabler. Did you ever have a bad reaction on your show when you would like have your round table with the weed and the food? No. No one? No. Oh, wow. No. Everyone's on their best behavior. Actually, huh? you know, maybe I take that back. Maybe somebody had a slightly bad reaction, but when you're on camera, you know, you kind of have to temper that reaction and just try to keep it together. Yeah. But the one, we once ate a cannabis dinner on one of my episodes of my show, and I was high for three days. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, That's my, saying a lot for you because your tolerance <laughs> must be. My eye was shut for three days. I couldn't open it. I was like, ah, ah, ah. Okay, we have Katy Perry here, finally. Oh, I'm so yay. excited to have you. It's our premiere episode of season three. And I'm excited to talk to you about all things. And I can't wait to hear all the advice you give to our callers that call in and write Ooh, in. Advice. First, <laughs> advice, yes, coming from both of us. Because, well, I think you have a lot of wisdom to impart. Oh, well, thanks. Uh, I mean, I've got to see a lot of the world, so that's a little perspective, maybe. Yeah, and you've had a lot of experiences, different experiences. Sure, sure. <laughs> and I was just telling you, I'm living like in Kentucky, and I have for almost a month now, and that's quite a amazing experience, because it reminds you that Hollywood is not America. Uh-huh. And yeah. you need to remember that, because I think you can understand people better. Yeah, right. It's nice to get outside of what you know to be normal and your reality. Yeah, I mean, they're living in a bubble of sorts. We're living in a bubble. Our bubbles are completely opposite, but they're, yeah, it's interesting. But you've been in it's different bubbles because you grew up in a bubble. You grew up super religious. Yes. And, yeah, and that's one bubble. Then yes. you came into this industry. That's another bubble, right? Yes. There are it's bubbles. an anthropology study of humans. Yeah, it's I bet. Sapiens 3. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about motherhood. Motherhood. Best decision I ever made in my entire life. Really? Yeah. I wasn't very maternal. And I think that probably stems from some childhood stuff. And we talked about, you know, going on certain journeys, whether that's plant-based or psychological drug, or journeys. Or drug-based. Or drug-based. Yeah. Well, plant and drug. I mean, that's the same <laughs> thing, right? Some of it. And I did a lot of work behind that stuck feeling of not being maternal. Although I was very maternal with all of my friends. I, I mean, my fans and, and my friends, they all called me mom because I'm, mm. I love to take care of people. I like, I find joy through other people's joy. Like if they're having a great time, I'm having a great time. But still there was a little bit of a disconnect. And so I did go on that journey and found the little um, spots that needed some tuning up. And Orlando, I got to see what a great dad he was with his first child, Flynn, who's now 11. And so that definitely primally influenced me. Like something inside of me said, you, 
mid-30s, this man is nice, <laughs> must breed. <laughs> he's, you know, he's a kind man. He's a love machine. He's a love machine. And I don't mean that in a sexual way. I no. mean that in a personal way. Like yes. when you meet Orlando and you have a conversation with Orlando, he is filled with love and spreading love. He's he like a love machine. And, yeah. I always say when he walks into the room, he has this joie de vivre about him. And he really does. And, you know, some people are like, what is that guy on? But he's just really got this kind of like <laughs> happy, posy vibes, you know. And I'm a little bit more like heady and prone to depression in some ways. And so it's good for me to be around him because he gets me out of my head a little bit. Yeah, that's funny. I have a similar dynamic with my boyfriend, Joe, because he is all positive vibes, all happiness, up, up. Yeah. And I can be much more cynical than that. Correct. Where I'm just like, no, that guy's a fucking asshole. Why are we hugging him? Yeah. And I used to think people like that were like losers. Like they didn't understand the fullness of life because I don't know, how could someone be that happy all the time? But maybe they just haven't, you know, had as much trauma as us. Or maybe they have and they are just willing to turn it into positive vibes. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> you want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel that way too because Joe hugs everyone. Oh, everyone really? we meet. Like, And Ooh. so all of a sudden he's living in my house hugging my cleaning lady every morning before oh. he leaves. He hugs the landscaper and now I'm hugging everybody because otherwise I look like a total bitch. I, well, I, know, I know. I know how that feels. I wasn't really a hugger. Uh, for a while and, you know, had to kind of work through that. And then when COVID came, I was like, hmm, I'm kind of okay with this. <laughs> like, no touching? Fine. <laughs> Me too. I felt the same way. <laughs> totally. But but I am. A, there's two parts of me. When I am on stage and doing my professional life, I'm really a hugger. But at home and, like, in domestic life and personal life, you know, I'm on the matriarch of the family and just like you, just like keeping everything in order, dotting the I's and crossing the T's and blah, 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 you know? Uh, Katie, I mentioned Katie's show in Vegas, which I was trying to come see when we were in Vegas two weeks ago, but you weren't performing then. I wasn't. It was going to be a, a one night only for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to come and see you anyway. We're going to come back and see anyone you. anyone who's listening, it's a really fun, fun time. So tell me about how, what are you noticing about yourself becoming a mother? Like, what are you surprised about that you're able to tolerate or your patience or whatever area of your personality that you've discovered? Well, I think that your definition of success changes in life as you get older. And, you know, as Coachella has just passed, <laughs> we observe the definition of success for Gen Z's. Um, and Easter. Easter, Passover, and Coachella. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I think your definition of success coming up in your 20s is very outward and material and ego-driven and all yep. that jazz. And then 30s hits and you care less. And there's a kind of an inner confidence and respect for yourself that starts to grow, maybe. And then with the motherhood, you know, your definition of, well, my definition of success is just her happiness. And again, her happiness really gives me that joy. But a lot of like BS just falls away. Stuff that you thought was important really was never important. And you just don't, you know, you don't have time for any sort of energetic drama that's not important in your family. And, you know, your family really starts to become first. Because, you know, like when you're dating someone, you don't have any kids, you've got like your posse and this posse and like a couple few different posses for different things. And like you meet all the time, blah, blah, blah. blah. And although I still have a lot of those friends, if something for some reason beca becomes a little too complicated, I'm like, I'm out. I got to leave this chat. 
this mm-hmm. child, I'm out. Because I'm, I got to make sure my the health and wellness of my child is always in the A world. Yeah. But I think that you just feel a lot more grounded and you focus better. You kind of, there's a lot of lollygagging before kids and you know that your time is limited outside of being with them or or that if you spend two hours doing something, it better be of real value because that's two hours you could like engage with the person that you love the most, that loves you the most. So there's a lot of fulfillment and and truly, and I'm in a really privileged place. I get, you know, I have a wonderful nanny and all that stuff. So it may be an easier time for someone like myself than anyone else out there. But I've seen, I've got to see a lot of views of many different mountains and professionally I started to see some of the same views, you know, been on tour, traveled the world three times. I got the opportunity to play the Super Bowl, all these things that I'm so, so grateful I got to check off my list before I had a child. But then you start doing them over again. You don't get the same high. Yeah. And so you're like, well, what's the next level to life? And then you start doing like a lot of plant-based medicine because you're like, there's got to be a better grid out there. We need to see the next dimension or whatever. You know, it's just and 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 children for me definitely are that. I mean, my daughter is is that for me. And has it had an impact on your relationship with your mom or your dad being a becoming a parent? Uh, Yes. For sure, for sure. There's uh, there is profound respect and also profound anger. <laughs> Not anger, but just like what? <laughs> and also just like amazement that how did we just how did three of us survive? Because like you turn the corner yeah. for two seconds and you're just like, how did you get there? What is in your mouth? And I give you all the toys you ever could want, but you still want a, a, a an electrical socket. Woo. <laughs> like, you know, the dog chew toys that are like the Rolex or the Starbucks cup and stuff like that. They need to make like a an electrical outlet toy, toy. for kids <laughs> that they're really attracted to that's maybe like bedazzled or something so that they go to that one first rather than like the... The real ones. Yeah, that's probably yeah. a good idea, along with a bunch of other sharp objects yes. that kids love to play with, yeah. like steak knives yeah. or uh-huh. things like that. Yeah. I think I have seen a children's steak knife collection because I think I tried to use one <laughs> accidentally because that's how domesticated I am. Yes. That I don't know you can't cup with a rubber knife. But um, <laughs> I love all that you're saying. I have to say, from a personal perspective, like for me, watching your Instagram and watching everything, obviously I see you all the time hosting Idol, and I know you post about Idol a lot, and that's fun. But you seem like you're ebullient. Like you have a nice— Wait, what does that word mean? Like a big light around you. Like everything is—you seem like you're in a great place. Well, don't thank me. Thank the Wellbutrin, quite honestly. <laughs> well, what is well is Wellbutrin over the counter or is that a prescription? It's a prescription. Oh, and it's an antidepressant? Yes. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I thought that Wellbutrin, I must be confusing it with some other medication that you can buy over the counter. Mm. Well, whatever. Wellness something. <laughs> yeah. No, but truly, I think my daughter has reshaped my life, my perspective. And given me a love I've never had before. It's a love and kind of a, not a validation, but I guess validation in its purest form is love. I've always been wanting that love. That's always been my number one currency. And then when she came, it was just like, I love you for for no reason, just because you are. And I'm like, what? 
And you don't need anything from me? I mean, obviously some food. Just a little. <laughs> a little, okay. Yeah. I um, actually breastfed Katie's baby yes, mostly. I yeah. produce almond milk out of my breasts, <laughs> and she's lactose intolerant, so it worked out perfectly. Also, don't you think that—thank uh, you, first and foremost. Don't you think that, like, the longer that you can live and observe and survive in this— world of spotlight and you know i guess we will say industry and fame and celebrity and navigate it the more you just kind of you get better tools and you learn how to play it better yeah play it better and i think you also become less ambitious once you've kind of solidified a place for yourself sure it's like there's definitely not another chelsea Ever. Oh, that's sweet. I mean, I think you really start to become, right? Like, you, you're you not as driven. I mean, some people seem to have that drive inveterately. They yeah, just yeah. go on and on and on and on. Foaming. But, yeah. But I think, you know, the more confident you become, the less you need from the general public. And the yeah. more you think, the more introspective your work becomes. Yeah. And the higher integrity that yeah. your work kind of gives off. You know, you're like, it's a better quality of work. I, I agree. Because in the beginning, I think, of all of our careers in the spotlight, you're making art for yourself to kind of prove. And then somewhere along the way, you're kind of listening to yeah. the stuff. And, and it can it can affect it. And so sometimes the art gets painted by the noise. And then, like you say, at a certain point, you let go of the noise again. And then you go back to just, like, creating that art out, out of feeling, which I think is what usually gets you on the map in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for both of you about that. Does it feel harder to be vulnerable the longer you're doing it and the more you listen to that noise? I think it becomes easier to be vulnerable. What do yeah. you think? Well, I think you can be vulnerable, but I think the higher you get, the harder you can fall. There's a lot mm. more to lose, I guess. And in a world where you can go down pretty easily by anything, I think you have to be, you know, just more aware. There's got to be a lot more awareness, which is yeah. great. I think I was thinking of it in the sense like being vulnerable, like mm -hmm. allowing people mm -hmm. to see who you are becomes easier. I think for me especially, mm -hmm. because I didn't realize for a long time that people didn't understand that we're all multifaceted. We all have different parts of our personality. And just because you're not demonstrating it all doesn't mean it's not there. Mm -hmm. And when I was like opening up about my brother dying or like serious things, people were always like, oh my God, we've never seen this side of you. And it's like, what do you think? I'm just a fucking bitch all the time? Like, obviously I'm a, hu <laughs> obviously I'm a human girl. Like, obviously there's more depth. You know? I mean, if you believe in like the idea of like masculine energy, I think we just operate with a lot more more of that mm, and yeah. it can be less soft if yeah. soft is feminine but you know all those things are moving right now those sayings are being kind of investigated again because what is masculine energy and why does it belong to only male or whatever you know you don't want to put a gender on that type of energy but that energy is just strong it's like dominate and black and white you don't seem like a person that like minces their words no, and that also can come across as harsh. Like yeah. I've been, I just had a conversation. They were like, "Can you be nicer to so so and so?" And I go, "Are you serious?" I sent an email asking just for a bunch of questions. I go, "What do you want me to do? <laughs> Fucking blow them on the in the email? Like what?" And they're like, "Oh no, you just have to be a little bit softer in how you ask." That's exactly what they said, yeah. softer. And I was like, "Okay, I mean, all right." <laughs> but I don't know if like people would expect that. Quite honestly, from the opposite sex. 
No one, I've never Agreed. heard any of Agreed. that said, hey, can you be softer in your email? Yeah, totally. But anyway, especially not to Orlando, they wouldn't because he's already he softened is already, it he's, <laughs> he's, he's the soft buddy, yeah, and we're prickly. Okay, so we're gonna take callers. We have yes. a caller calling in for advice. Oh my you god, you have to put on your advice cap now, I love Katie. It. And uh, I've done a lot of therapy for this moment. I know we've all all of our therapy comes together on this podcast, and then right. we give it out and we give back. Exactly. <laughs> well, we'll take a quick break for some ads, and we'll be back with Katie and Chelsea. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand-sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not a sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running, and collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. 
This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And we're back. We're back. (laughs) We have our first caller, who is Stephanie. She says, Dear Chelsea, I recently got into a serious relationship, my first since college. For years before meeting my new boyfriend, I was in a big partying phase with plenty of flings and hookups. I mean plenty. I've been in therapy over the years and have been cognizant of why I was drinking or hooking up with guys. Really, it was just a fun time in my life, and I was just figuring it out. I was always known as the, quote, fun girl of the group with plenty of stories about my drunken escapades, terrible dates, and minor fuck-ups that are more cute slash hilarious than damaging. Right now where I'm at is... Actually, Chelsea told a story very similar to this before you arrived. Call her. (laughs) Yes, I call into my own podcast. (laughs) She gives great advice. Where I'm at right now is I'm introducing my friends to my boyfriend and feel uncomfortable with my friends sharing stories or bringing up pastimes in front of him. Mm. I don't want to lie to him or pretend that I wasn't like that, but I also don't want him to think less of me or judge me. He's an incredible person and I don't think he ever would, but how do I accept that for myself? Have you owned yourself and your past relationships? Though I'm not going out as much or drinking at the level I was before, how do I still share that part of my life without scaring him? Stephanie. Mm. And she's going to be joining us on Oh, great. This is perfect. Yeah, I just told that story. Too bad I didn't save it (laughs) for when Katie was here. Well, I want to hear it. Well, hi. Hi. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. This is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are you? Good. How are y'all doing? Good. We're good. You've spoken to Catherine before this. So that, this is very perfect timing because I was just discussing this. I have a very sordid past with all sorts <laughs> of drug use. And I love to talk about it. And my friends love to tell stories about me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm with a person who doesn't have a big history with drugs. He has no history with drugs. He doesn't do drugs. And I think it's a very valid question. And I think you should not be lying. I don't think you should ever lie about who you are. I think, you you know, you're going to be with somebody who's going to love you because of who you are and in spite of who you are. If you take the, your drug experience as a negative thing, when it doesn't have to be that way, it could be a period of your life where you learned a lot about yourself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that was positive and that you explore that. It's a matter of moving forward. Do you still want to do drugs like that with your partner or are you over that phase of your life? I mean, I'm always open and willing to anything. So <laughs> I, I don't think it's a phase. I think it's more of like, you know. A lifestyle. <laughs> but I think, just to be clear, was it more just like a partying, just like having fun hookups and drinking and stuff like that? The drugs thing was yours. Mm-hmm. And hers is more the 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 alcohol, blame it on the alcohol and the fun whole bit sitch, right? Yes. Yeah, more going out and, you know, partying and you know, all those fun things that come out along with it. Yeah. And your twenties. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, I wrote, my first book was called my horizontal life, a collection of one night stands. Ooh. So I've not only done it, I've documented it, <laughs> which was not a smart move. If I was thinking about <laughs> potential suitors, like no man reads that book and is like, I want to date this girl or great. I'll date this girl. So she can write a fucking ch- short story or essay about me. You know what I mean? <laughs> But I'm assuming you're not going to do that. Do you know what your boyfriend's like drug history or partying history is? 
Um, I mean, he likes to go out, but I would say he's much more tame and laid back and, you know, not out until four in the morning ever, but he likes to go out. And how long have you guys been dating? A little over a year. Okay. So he must have some sense of your past, right? Yeah, but it was also COVID. And so we were, you know, shut indoors a lot. And then now that things are opening up, it's proving to kind of open like a different door almost. Uh Uh-huh. Did something make you feel like, oh, wait, maybe he's not loving this information or Mm. something? Did something happen? No, I wouldn't say exactly something happened. But, you know, whenever you're telling a story and like everyone kind of is quiet afterwards and you're like... (laughs) Okay, maybe like shouldn't have released that information or like a friend is telling a story and I'm like, maybe I don't want my boyfriend to know that happened. (laughs) So yeah, it's more, more just like me feeling not almost feeling bad. I think it's my own personal struggle rather than like an external one. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone loves to hear voluminous stories about someone's ex, like how many people you've slept with. Like that's not really something that anyone wants to hear. So there's no reason to really even get into that detail, just almost out of respect for the relationship. Correct. You don't want to, like, I mean, nobody wants to hear that. If, and I asked my boyfriend about anything in his past, which I am curious about, he refuses to tell me. He's like, I'm never wasting energy talking about any of those people. Yeah. Because it doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. It's so in the past. But, I mean, you going out and partying and having a good time, I think, is fine. I don't think it always has to lead to—you don't have to divulge that information to him. It doesn't necessarily empower anybody to know that their person beforehand was out and about and sleeping around. You're totally—you know, everyone's allowed to do that, of course. But it's definitely not a necessary thing you want to do. I would definitely— I would parse those stories, too. Because you're not lying. It's almost kind of you're lying for their benefit. And you're not lying. You're withholding, really. Which is lying. Well, <laughs> I've been told omission is also lying. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, you don't need to share all this stuff. It was it's a journey. It's a journey, and he wasn't there for it, so he doesn't need to. Yeah. You know, he doesn't need to be a part of it. It sounds also like you are kind of starting a new phase in your life. Not a new phase. It's not like you're gonna not do stuff that you like or have fun or get wild or be loose ever again. But maybe it's a little bit more balanced with him. And maybe those stories are just like, they're stories from the past, from when you weren't really that person or you were just younger and you're wiser and, you know, older a little bit more. And it's just a journey that you've been on. And also he's probably going to see this podcast. So he's going to know, hey, what's up? (laughs) Yeah, we have a ton of straight guys listening to this podcast. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I would just say to your friends, like, they're telling these stories because they're kind of trying to brag on you, right? They're trying to say, like, look how fun she is. She's the best. These are these crazy stories. Maybe just tell them, like, hey, let's keep the hookups to a minimum, but, like, tell other fun stories about me. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully you won't be like my friend who did exactly the opposite when I told her not to. Oh, She was also, yeah, that was, she was having a hard night that night. So I I don't blame her (laughs) because I couldn't. Otherwise it would be too ridiculous. I told my girlfriend basically to recap what I said earlier. I was like, hey, my boyfriend doesn't do drugs. Don't tell too many drug stories about me. And then she proceeded to go from country to country to country (laughs) about different drugs we did in countries where those drugs aren't legal anyway. So she's hurting me on two levels. Uh, but yeah, I think what Katie said is is right. You're in a different part of your life too. And that's also worth mentioning, you know, at certain points in your relationship. Like, I'm so glad I met
met you at this time in my life. Like I'm finally mature yes. enough to appreciate this relationship to reinforce that that behavior is kind of not necessarily a thing of the past, but more of like part of who you were before you met him. And now you're going into this phase. Obviously, you're not going to go around hooking up like that when you're in a new relationship or a newer relationship, I should say. But there's no reason to go into detail about any of that stuff. Just one little thing to add. I mean, how young are you, Stephanie? I'm 27. Okay, 27. Okay, you're getting to that you're getting to that age where like you're starting to have real serious commitment relationships or have or every relationship starts to feel like more serious. But I would just say in the relationship I'm in now, I've never been more myself than I have. Mm -hmm. And that feels so good. And I've been in other relationships where I've had to hide parts of myself and play second fiddle or just be smaller or like hiding. Right. And it all, it all starts to like erupt. Yeah. It becomes a volcano and it comes out and it becomes hysterical and cause you've suppressed it for so long. So if there's a way, especially since you're in the new part of your relationship where you can kind of like drip feed him some of the truth yeah. so that it doesn't all explode at once because you've been like trying to play a different part just so you can keep the relationship together you know I think there'll probably be a lot more acceptance um, and it may not scare him as much the, the truth really is a cliche in that if he doesn't love you for who you are he's really not for you yeah which doesn't mean you have to front load it. I think what she's saying is right. Drip feeding is the best way to be like accountable. So you're not a liar. You know what I mean? But you're also not over divulging. Yeah. But, you know, just be sensitive. It's like, think about how you would feel if you heard about all the girls he hooked up with. It's not necessary. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely not giving him a laundry list. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, continue to be who you are and make sure you're not apologizing for anything you did in the past. Because yeah, yeah. that's, you don't owe anybody an apology for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't owe people first and last names either. Because sometimes we don't remember those last names. No, you don't owe anybody that either. <laughs> you're like you when you make the list in your 20s, you're like, shit. How about Do when you make the list name? in your 20s and you make it with it like you're with a girlfriend, you're a group of girlfriends. <laughs> no, and then the next no. morning you're like, wait, I forgot three people that came to me in the middle of the night. And then the next day I'm like, fuck, I forgot three more people. Now whenever I make any list, I'm like, I said to my assistant, we were, I'm hosting Jimmy Kimmel for the week. She goes, put together a list of who you'd like to interview on the, oh, on the guest no. list. And I made a list. And then I was like, don't send that yet. I'm like, I'll, I'll come up with like 80 more names as yeah. I think about it. You yeah. know, like you have to keep your list going. <laughs> <laughs> so when you make a list, give yourself three days for that list. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for calling in. Thank you. Good luck. Bye. Bye. She made it sound like she just like lived at Mardi Gras, you yeah. know, for the first 20 years of her life. And like, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Penetration mm. pussy land. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. doodle. <laughs> the PPP. <laughs> <laughs> That is, isn't that what they were called? The, the Oh, no, PPE. Your paychecks for COVID? Was that PPE or PPP? <laughs> that's, uh, no, that's, the, that's the protective gear. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Payment protection plan. That oh, was there PPP. We go. That was oh, that's PPP. Yeah. Sure was. Not to be confused with penetration. What was the word? Pussy. Pussy. And playground. Land. Land. Playland. Pussy land. That's your land. My land in Las Vegas is, is Perry Playland. Please come visit. <laughs> Yes, hers, yes. Please come visit. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street. Directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. 
Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand-sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running, and collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Well, our next question comes from Paige. Paige says, Dear Chelsea... In a recent episode with Bobby Burke, you mentioned that you used to resort to yelling in arguments, but have since turned the corner. Really? I try. (laughs) Sometimes I fail. (laughs) I'm like, you're better than I am. (laughs) I'm in a relationship over a year with a man I completely adore, but I'm a hothead and I often yell, like really yell. 
It's causing a huge rift in our progress, and I'm looking for practical ways to stop. I've been in therapy on and off for years, and I'm frustrated that I keep getting the same old just be mindful answer. I definitely try every day and have for decades. Do you have any other practical advice, books, or workshops you'd recommend? Thank you from your fellow blonde-haired, big-breasted woman, Paige. She's in good company here today. Yeah, we all have good boobies here. Katie, do you want to go first or shall I? I, It sounds like you've got something rolling. Well, I just talked to my therapist about this very issue. My boyfriend and I went to our first therapy session together because I would like to avoid— You you, you lifted up your arm because you're about to divulge going to therapy with your new boyfriend. That's a big one. With my regular therapist, though, like this is the guy I used to see all the time, and I haven't seen him in a while, but I wanted to learn about communication. Does his name start with a K? No. Okay, never mind. No, everything we talk about starts with a P on this podcast. (laughs) Paige. (laughs) But he explained something that was very foundational and like good for everyone to remember. When you are in a reaction mode, which Mm. is when you're yelling, Mm. you are not you're not getting anywhere. It is pointless to yell. I mean, think about being yelled at and think Mm -hmm. about yelling at a child. Mm -hmm. Like you are never going to get what you want out of somebody by yelling at them. Mm -hmm. That doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So you have to calm down. You have to take your time out, whatever you want to call that. I say I need a coconut, which means I need a time out so I can calm down and get into reception, which means- Get into I, island vibes. Yes, get island into vibe arguing. Reggae, I put on some reggae. Island vibe arguing. And you get into receiving mode instead mm. of reactive mode. Mm. And when, you're re- when you are reactive, nothing can be solved in that moment of mm. anger. When you are anger and you're yelling, also something to remember about yelling is it, it's a complete loss of control. Like anytime Mm -hmm. you yell, you have lost control. And so do you really want to be perceived as losing control all the time? It's better to like think about it, internalize it, go sit by yourself, whether it's two minutes or 20 minutes or a day, whatever Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. till you can get back to a place of reception and receiving and just go, okay, I'm ready to hear what you're saying. And there's just no reason to let it escalate like that because nobody likes to get yelled at and you're going to push somebody away by doing that. I agree. That's a lot of self-control. God bless you. And you've been in this relationship for how long? Mm, shut up. <laughs> oh, everything is in the honeymoon phase. Sure. <laughs> we're, we're just, we're actually just phasing out of the honeymoon phase. That's when the deep yells come in. I have found that. She's like, I have found yelling to be very effective. <laughs> I found that, you know, I know it sounds also like a cliche, but like three deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. It just like expands your options in your brain to think Mm, differently than just like red, 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 red. And yeah, I think you were correct about the whole like, I know what it feels like to have been yelled at as like a child. Mm -hmm. So like remembering that and kind of going, oh, that never worked with me and knowing it's not going to work with the other person. Although your partners usually see your best and a lot of your worst sides because they're there to be your mirrors. Orlando and I do couples therapy and we love it because it just keeps us like in tune and the resentment can get really strong when you're both working hard and God bless successful people in the in the spotlight. And so when you want to come back to being normal in a domesticated world where you have a, a, ch- a child and stuff like that, you have to like really learn how to be kind of different out there in the big and in the small. And so um, we've had a lot of success with that couples therapy, but she asked if there's like a treatment or something like that. I went to this place, I'm sure you've heard of it, called the Hoffman Process. Mm, Yeah. And I went there. Orlando went before me 
Was this when you guys were married? He went? No, when we were dating. So he came back after going and wasn't leaning into all of my bullshit. And so it was boring. It became boring. And I was like, oh, we're breaking up then. And then I had the worst year of my life, not just because of the relationship, just a lot of different things were ch changing and shifting for me, which I really truly believe was an opportunity for me to evolve and grow. It's going to be like, here we are at the fork in the road. You're going to take an L or you're going to take an R, you know? And so... A year later, I went to the Hoffman process, and it is amazing because it's a week-long process, which they do give scholarships out. It's it's kind of expensive, but I, I would say it's the best value. You have no cell phone, and you just go kind of deep through different exercises with other people, actually, which is great because they trigger you the whole time, and then you work on those triggers. Mm. But basically, it's a place you get to go to where you rewire the neural pathways in your mind and you get to the, you basically get to discover, there's so much awareness. You get to discover why you have these patterns and habits and where they're coming from. And all of it's either coming from mom or it's coming from dad. So like if you're yelling, who yelled at you? And it's it's a learned thing. Everything that all the kids, like your, your babies, they're really just regurgitating everything they see and from you. Mm -hmm. So it's really about the patterns um, of our parents that you adopted. And so you rewire those patterns to mm -hmm. have to have better success at life. And it profoundly changed my life. It's like the number one thing I always recommend when somebody is ready for that next level in life, for that shift, if they're just over, just like feeling stuck or depressed or traumatized or just like, uh, you know, they're like, there's got to be more to to life. This is like this. I feel like it's where you find consciousness. It's where you find hmm. so much profound awareness. And it's great. Couldn't recommend it more. Yeah, I've heard a lot of great things about the Hoffman Institute. Is it Hoffman Institute? Hoffman, Hoffman Process. Process. Yes. Another thing to remember is when you are in that state of yelling, when you're in flight, fight or freeze, which are those like things uh -huh. where you're being attacked or uh -huh. attacking, you're not in a place, if you're in any of those moments, you're not in a place to discuss the matter. That's when you need to time out. Mm -hmm. If you feel like fighting, if you feel like retreating and, and running away, or if you feel like you're frozen, those are three things to remember that you need to take a time out. Mm -hmm. And so I would just really, really recommend that you work hard on your yelling. And if your therapist doesn't think that that's a problem, you might might need to find a new therapist. That pushes you a little bit more. Yeah. Or that, digs a little bit deeper. Yeah. Because that's basic. Like, Yeah. Mindfulness, mindfulness, mindfulness. I mean, there's. I love mindfulness, but like, let's get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's get under the hood, you uh. know? <laughs> yeah. Have you been in any really big arguments with your partner? Yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We had one big one, which is why we ended up going to therapy. Great. Because I was like, well, let's nip this in the bud right away. I want to always, you know, improve on my communication. And I'm an over communicator. Oh, wow. Great. Where he's an under communicator. Ooh. But he's never had, you know, he's somebody who's mad and doesn't say anything for three weeks and then it blows up. Oh, okay. yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. What yeah. was yeah. this about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. like, when we were in Whistler, I'm like, Whistler? That was like <laughs> a fucking month ago. That was months ago. <laughs> like, wait, what? So immediately, not because. 
he, he needs keeps the therapy. List. He loves a list. <laughs> exactly. It's because we need it. You know, as a couple, and as my therapist said, you know, you're A, Orlando's B, together you're AB. Yeah. That's a different language than what you do by yourself and what Orlando does for himself. So like you and your partner are two separate entities, but when you come together, you have to be mindful of the fact that he's not you. He's a completely separate person that needs to be treated with like kindness and respect. Yeah. One other book, actually, that I would recommend to her is The Dance of Anger. That's one to read oh, ASAP good. because it helps with dealing with anger, all that stuff that comes up. But also, like, one of the pieces of advice I always give to people who are getting married is do go to bed angry. I find that for us, like, my husband and I are both yellers, and I find that, like, we can get in these circular things when we're Vicious tired cycle. or, yes, tired, hungry, or maybe a little tipsy or whatever. And if you just go to sleep, you wake up and you're like, what were we fighting about? And you're just, like, well-rested, and it yeah, makes that's everything true. better. Uh, I Like, I'm always, like, so much nicer in the morning <laughs> if I've gotten – you know, seven-ish hours of sleep. Yeah. You wake up and you're like, how can I like look at you and still be pissed? I'm going to like give you right. a kiss. I'm going to try. I'm going to try for the first five minutes. But if you're still cold, then we're going to go mm -hmm. back. Yeah, in yeah. It. right, right, you know? right. But, but if like you level-headed. Yeah. yeah. But if you decide to meet me on that soft, sweet halfway, yeah. then we're going to be like, okay. Because some people, like my boyfriend, can't go to bed angry. They need to talk it out. Mm. They want to talk it out, talk, 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 talk. And it's like that that is a personality trait, too. So you have to be respectful when people do want to do that. Mm. Like I yeah. do want to go to bed also and be like, <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with him, he's so sensitive that, like, I have to sit there with him and, like, you know, figure it out together. Which, you know, is good. I'm glad I have to be outside of my comfort zone and That's and, gross. and compromise. Yeah. yeah, that's growth. Yeah. That's but evolution. Evolution. <laughs> it's a life worth living. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Problem solved. Yay. Yay. Well, we'll take a quick break for some ads and be back with Chelsea and Katie. This podcast is brought to you by the new film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn and with an incredible ensemble cast that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, Whoopi Goldberg, Rose Byrne, Rain Wilson, and Vera Farmiga. Along with newcomer William A. Fitzgerald, the film is an endearing and often funny story about Max, a divorced father and stand-up comedian living with his father and struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When forced to confront difficult decisions about the future, Max and Ezra embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Ezra is an endearing and often funny exploration of a family determined to find their way through life's complexities with humor, compassion, and heart. An official selection of Deadline calls the film a touching testament to the power of love. IndieWire says it's funny and moving, and according to Next Best Picture, Ezra approaches autism with heart and authenticity. Only in theaters nationwide May 31st. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand-sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. 
Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not as sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running, and collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're back (laughs) with Chelsea and Katie. Fantastic. Well, Katie, was there any advice that you wanted to ask for from Chelsea? Ooh, that's good. Yes. Thank you. Do you find it's different for you compared to your male counterparts? Do you find that there's a certain line not to cross or that some people can be spicier comedians? Do you find if you started out really spicy, you can stay spicy your whole life? Or do you kind of have to be a little bit more aware or what? I mean, I think that, you know, the boundaries that have been put in or the parameters that have been placed, you know, on performers and especially comedians, like, I don't have a problem with that. I like that, that, that forces you to be more clever, in my opinion, you know, it forces you to think outside of your own experience and to, to focus on the real issue at hand. Like for me right now, what I'm doing in my set is like, you know, I'm talking not only, but this is a big issue is talking to white men about their resistance to accepting all different walks of life. Like they are the only people kind of prolonging this 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 cancel culture, you know, the resistance to the cancel culture and arguing with it. Like, you know, we're not being sexist or we're not being racist. It's like, hey, you're not 
the judge of who's being treated in a racist or sexist way as an individual white male. Your opinion is irrelevant because you're not the victim of it. You're the perpetrator. And that's not to say every man is a perpetrator because certainly that isn't the case. Not all men are bad. But I think it's important to bring attention to the the subjects that we're all kind of tiptoeing around because people don't want to say the wrong thing. It's like it's about I think it's a responsibility for every comedian to lift up all the people that aren't getting that kind of respect, that aren't being treated like a white male, that, you know, like the entire trans community, the entire LGBTQ community. It's like, it is, you know, some people, I've just had this conversation this weekend with the comic and he's like, it's not my responsibility. He goes, I accept them. I don't have to sing their praises. I go, acceptance isn't enough. You have a platform that a lot of people are listening to and they're taking your lead on things. And by not Going to bat for those people, you're missing a huge opportunity for yeah, people it is to a be missed opportunity. accepted. Like if you accept them, then how many other thousands, millions of people are going to accept them, right? So, and he was like, well, I didn't think about it that way. And I'm like, I know you didn't think about it that way and you're not a bad guy, but being accepting of a certain lifestyle in this climate, I don't think is enough. I think you actively have to speak out about it. And you actively have to let speak out about the injustice, about the injustice, about being welcoming to people so that they feel included, that they don't feel like, you know, how would you feel if that was your child that had to come out to her parents because she wanted to transition to become a man because she feels like she was born in the wrong body? Like, how would you how would you do that? How would you deal with that if it were your child? You have to think about that on a global level, right? Like yeah. you want to be compassionate and empathetic to everybody and especially the people that have the biggest targets on their back and are the most discriminated against. And then he was like, "Whoa, you're giving white guys such a hard time. I'm like, because you guys are the last line of defense. <sighs> you're in charge of everything. So if we don't move you, we're doing it all by ourselves. All like marginalized groups have to help each other, right? right. So what if we just got enough of you guys to get on board and you should be. You should be fighting for our rights. It's, it, it you know, economically, it, all this data backs up, you know, everybody does better when everybody does better. Yeah. Not when there's divisiveness. So I don't know if that answers your question, really. I mean, I think it, like, kind of circles your question because that's my focus. Has I think what I've learned from this whole movement in the last four to five years between Time's Up, between Me yeah. Too, between what we've learned about men and everything, the advantages that they've gotten just by being white males— I think it is, I have a sense of responsibility to buck against, you know, and say, hey, this isn't enough. You know, you got to do better. Yeah. And I think your messaging, well, your comedy is funny messaging, but it's layered. I think we all get into this maybe because we want to tell a story, we want to represent someone or or what I see from you is you've gone from like, okay, how do I get that laugh to how do I like leave my mark or how do I help a situation or influence some change? Yeah. Invoke thought, right? In your, in your way, in your funny kind of like pokey way. It's fun. It's a, it's a fun way to poke the bear. Yeah. 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 I wish I didn't have, I mean, you know, we all wish we didn't have to. I wish there were no rules that everyone can do whatever they want, but we've learned that look where we are today. That doesn't work. We have to be sensitive. You know, my, my trainer this morning goes, I just heard a story about this kid at school. They don't even, they don't even, you know, use points at, in, at sports in school anymore. They don't, there's no scoring. Everybody's getting so soft. I go, maybe cause we're too hard. You know, I don't have kids, so I don't know that. But like where whatever we've done is got us to this place, which isn't the best view of America. Oh, yeah. A lot of a lot of that is content and comments. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is like never, ever, 
you know, in the history of civilization, were we ever supposed to, you know, digest and consume everyone's opinion all at once? Yes. So, I mean, that's really had a profound uh, change on our our minds and our wellness, our mental wellness. How do you handle that aspect of everything? Like social media, reading things about yourself, articles. What is your philosophy on that? Well, it used to get to me, but I don't read it really. And I like to say I post and ghost these days. So I'm not really scrolling yes. <laughs> anymore. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll engage. But it's, it's so, you know, I personally think WWW stands for Wild Wild West. <laughs> it's wild <laughs> out there on the internet. You can, you know, you can have your confidence taken away from you in a second. You can have your career taken away from you. It's wild out there. So you really have to navigate well. But, you know, I just have a lot of compassion for these young kids that are going through it that have 13 to 20 followers that are all in their classroom. And it's like they they go through so much emotion. If someone doesn't like or someone doesn't comment or someone does comment or someone blocks, I mean, it's the end of their world, you know, and I and not to compare, but just to say, like, I mean, you should see the the crazy shit I've had to block, you know, or like that I've seen or has come at me or the Photoshop of some dark ass shit. Right. But it's really shaping these young kids' minds and, and their, how they are in life, whether that is, I think they're hit over the head a lot on social media every single day. And so when they go into the real world, then they feel fragile already because of, you know, their few hours every day that they are on social media. It's not building a confidence. It's breaking down their confidence. So when mm-hmm. they get into the real world, they really don't have any confidence. Yeah, Man, Gen Z has it rough. I don't know. I'm so confused by every generation. I'm like, Gen, is Gen X after Gen Z? Well, no, my daughter's X. alpha. That's <laughs> oh, cool. that's the new generation. That's the new generation. Yeah. She's got her work cut out for her. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She does. But hopefully she's got some some good representation that, yeah. you know, that goes to therapy mm-hmm. and she's, gets advice from Chelsea. Well, Daisy's going to be calling in the podcast in no time. Oh, but, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've already spoken to her a couple of times. Uh, she'll be like, excuse me, what do you think of Elmo? <laughs> <laughs> Katie, thank you for being here. Thanks for letting us use your studio. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. And it matches our podcast colors. So it's it was all about so serendipitous. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I love that this is your studio. It's so cool. But thank you so much for giving me your time. I know how busy you are, and I love you so much. Thank you. you. This was fun giving advice together. Yeah, you're really good at it. it sounds like, uh, you know, you, <laughs> say, you said you were like an over communicator. You definitely like let people know what, what, what to do, when to do it, and how to <laughs> how to do it. I love that because I'm a super direct person, and I don't want I don't want any gray area. I want to just know, you know. Yeah, I yeah. like. We should hang out more. We should. We although will. we although we probably would like tell each other too much of the truth. Who cares? Though? Great. <laughs> I mean, there's a lack of truth. Great. So let's be truthful. Just don't tell Joe. Yeah. Great. Over a G and T. Well, I'll see you at Kentucky. So. Okay, I'll see you in Kentucky. Thank you, Katie. Love you guys. Thanks. So if you'd like to ask Chelsea a question, email us at dearchelseaproject at gmail.com. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Probiotics can be an important part of your daily routine, and they certainly are a part of mine, but sometimes they are a hassle to take. Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply, valid through July 31st. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not a sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea.